Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Watch is proudly brought to you by Top Sport, home of the Top Sport betting multi. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Let's start with the Pacific Championships. We mentioned 36-18 last week. Um, uh, the the market this week, Tristan, where does where is this settled? Knowing that this game is being played back over in New Zealand at Hamilton. Yeah, it's been a tricky one to price because obviously the Aussies uh, rested a couple of players going into that game last weekend and we know that they got the result and won comfortably in the end, albeit with a couple of late tries Uh the game, though, and Aussies will have those players back into their their full strength side, which we've seen the lineup. Um, obviously, now going over to New Zealand, and uh, that will, you would imagine, assist the Kiwis. But how good was that, Harker? That was one of uh, the the best things I've seen for a long time before a game. That was uh, really exciting. So the Aussies a dollar twenty five, New Zealand four dollars twelve and a half is the line. It's uh, firmed up from thirteen and a half into twelve and a half, so it has shifted out. A few points on the back of the uh, the effort there last weekend, forty three and a half the total points. Well, even though the game goes back to Hamilton, uh, you know Australia, to my eye, I thought at minus twelve and a half looked very well placed. I mean they were minus seven and a half last week, ended up covering by uh, you know an eighteen point win margin, and now have a much stronger side this week because they've got Haas. Tino and uh, Martin into the team, which certainly strengthens them up, especially through the middle, uh, for obvious reasons, against the Kiwis who remain unchanged. Um, I thought 12.5 was about right, um, and I'd certainly want to be with Australia at that position. Yeah, I'm going to take you on there. Um, Good. If you, want to do a, you want to do a lunch bet on that, Jared? I do, Jimmy. Okay, well, there's our first lunch bet, and we've got it out, out nice and early because I look at what the Kiwis did, and I reckon there's a number of players that just didn't have didn't play well. And it's interesting you make that point about the Harker and how you know it was um, entertaining, ferocious, great celebration of culture. I reckon it's distracting that, and with a young captain like John, or or an inexperienced captain like James Fisher Harris, I reckon that got them a little off kilter. Fisher Harris's performance was down. Leota was down. Asafa Solomona was down. I know they've got some issues around who they've got playing in their uh, key positions. So Joe Tarpany's a front rower, but he's having to play lock forward because Tolhu Harris uh, is unavailable for the Kiwis. And the other thing is they've got about their six-string hooker with Kieran Foran. As, as you know, we know how um, committed Kieran Foran is to the Kiwis' cause, but he's just not a hooker, and that's making it really tough for them. They need more out of Joey Manu. They need more out of Dylan Brown. Um, Chance Nickel Crookstar. I know he nearly got the try assist for the try uh, the try assist for Mulatalo, but he didn't play well. Um, in saying that, I agree. It's a stronger uh, Australian side with Payne Haas and um, Tino and Liam Martin, but I'm not sure it's as good a defensive side as the previous Australian side that they played last week. So, and based on the fact they're going back to New Zealand, I was really surprised that you could get this. I thought they were going to be around that. Eight and a half, nine and a half, but twelve and a half. I'm all in on that. But, but uh, how could they have been eight and a half or nine and a half, Jimmy? If you've got three key guys coming back like Haas, Tino, and Martin, and you've ended up with an eighteen point margin, sure, 
you know, it's probably one and a half point difference to the Kiwis, the fact that they go to Hamilton. But uh, I think you touched on all the obvious. They're, they're well exposed at nine. I think six is a problem. Uh, I think um, matching Australia with that depth through the middle is going to be a question mark. And I also think, given that it is the final, yeah, everybody expected that Australia would probably want to cruise last week with their eyes on this week. Uh, and uh, I thought that they did a really good job, and I think they'll be stronger. Well, I'll be sending text messages through at about 5 o'clock Australian time on Saturday. Or I and what about the racing? <laughs> or, or I won't. We have, and given all of that form review from both of us, we now need to know which way Mr. Oh, Mullahan's yeah, what's swinging. the floater doing? What's the floater doing? Yeah, I was. Uh, I then when he had to make a decision. I was, I was listening intently to both sides of the equation. It was like a very, uh, very strong debate. And uh, I'm always a big advocate of uh, teams in finals at home with a plus. So I am going to lob on Jimmy's uh, Jimmy's oh, thought, which I'm sure he's very, very happy about. And uh, and this should help Jerry get a little bit closer to the lead. Yeah, I think I think Australia just went to fourteen and a half. <laughs> Dead set carrying the grandstand now with Mullahan on board. But anyway, anyway. Okay, so that's a that's an interesting watch. Uh, the other game, uh, we've got um, Fiji up against PNG. It was a shellacking last week. Uh, where's the market well, for this one? Big surprise there, yeah, wasn't it? Sees Fiji $1.67, PNG $2.15, and the Lions two and a half, forty-seven and a half the total points. So, yeah, very, very tight, Benny. Mm. I couldn't touch the game. I mean, uh, Fiji were despised outsiders last week and absolutely gave it to PNG. And, you know, 43-16, quite possibly PNG had some excuses that they may have had their eyes on this week. The game is important. Moresby, only two and a half between them. I'm happy to just watch. Um, I expect PNG to be better, but uh, I have no idea which way this game goes. That's too big a flogging, isn't it? Forty three six. Like the the shock was them winning. The the out shock, outright shock was winning by such a margin. So yeah, I think it's a too too tough on that one. England two 0 up in the series against Tonga. I tell you what's interesting uh, with the market on this one, Tristan, is that now the news, the bombshell news that Adam Fanuel Blake wants out of the Warriors. His mum's sick, wants to come back to Sydney, and that helps explain uh, a bit of his form and a bit of the form of Tonga over there in England. Yeah, absolutely. It's been big news and been uh, obviously plenty of talk about it over the last week. And England now are $1.46, Tonga 265 and five and a half is the line. So um, the uh, the English are, are firm favourites in this game. Can Tonga lift to try to avoid that whitewash? And yeah, it'll be interesting to see what develops on the Fenua Blake news because he was huge for the Warriors last year. And um, yeah, obviously there's, uh, there's, there's plenty of teams putting their hand up. Well, a few shots fired here too because England uh, won last week and so lead the series now 2-0. But um, certainly Shane uh, Warren wasn't uh, very happy with some of the things said by Kristen Wolfe and uh, some of the Tonga players after the first test. And um, he he does have a very good record in the past with both England and with uh, Wigan of uh, coming into games, even if uh, it's a dead series, of having his players up. England, 146 minus five and a half. I think that's probably about right. And where I'd lean, I'd, I'd be with England. Uh, yeah, I'd be with England as well. I, I looked at that performance, um, watched uh, basically all of the first half last week, at, um, just after midnight, and I thought, I've never seen these Tongan players so flat. They just, mm. they just had no energy 
in their game whatsoever. And one of the things that Christian Wolf did about accepting this tour and not staying in for the Pacific Championships, he wanted his team to get better at touring. That's how they got caught out last year at the World Cup. And that's what they thought they needed to do for the World Cup in 2026 or 25. And that's not going to happen now. So, um, yeah, I, I thought they were really poor, Tonga, with some really good players. So um, I'm with you. Uh, Jack Welby to be named Golden Boot winner. There's my little yes. yes. And uh, quite a number of clubs already trying to sniff around whether they can get Wellsby out of uh, England and into the NRL. And, Jimmy, it's interesting off the back of a World Cup last year and then a very arduous NRL season this year that we've seen both Samoa and Tonga uh, falter in this uh, post-season competition this year. And there's just a lot of workload on these these players, you know, the top-of-the-level players and them getting used to that. Yeah. And something needs to be done about eligibility and qualification and all that. So, like, New Zealand's dying on the vine um, because all these players go, well, you know what, I I can represent Samoa or Tonga and I can play Origin. So, you know, why wouldn't you do that? Which is making it really challenging.